Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're going to talk about this topic of self-sabotage and how sometimes we unintentionally set ourselves up to fail. And honestly, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know I like to think of us like we're girlfriends chatting over coffee, wine, spicy margarita, and I, for one, want to do everything in my power to help get you out of your own damn way to build a life that you're obsessed with because you deserve it. All right? So... Buckle up. We're going to dive right in. But before we do, I want to make sure to thank today's sponsor of the podcast. Because if you're like me and you're trying to take care of your health and you're trying to have a lot of energy and feel really good in your life, the secret sauce is high quality products with high quality taste. So you actually want to drink it or eat it <laughs> and a great price. That's the ultimate trifecta, which is what Organify is all about. If you're not familiar with Organifi, they're a company that has an entire line of organic superfood blends and plant-based nutrition. And I swear to you, every single product that I've tried in their entire line, I've liked, which is pretty incredible to say. And I really want to make sure that you know about two products that I think could change the game for you. Number one, they're protein. Number two, they're green juice. I swear to you, both their vanilla and chocolate protein are the best tasting proteins that I've ever had. And they're super clean. They've only got three grams of sugar. Obviously, they're organic and they taste incredible. And then their green juice is so good. You could literally drink it just by stirring it in with water. And I don't know about you, but I've never had that experience with the green juice where I actually just want to drink it because it tastes good. Normally, green juice tastes like you're like licking grass or something. So I typically don't stir it up and drink it, although I have. I like to put it into my actual protein shake. And especially if you're traveling, it's really convenient to have Organifi products to help you stay on track. And if you're going out to eat a lot, like you're in this social season where you're starting to get to see friends and family and doing all of that, I found that it's such a lifesaver to have one meal that I know is going to make me feel really freaking good and on point so I can have that healthy balance that I'm looking for. So if you're interested in checking out any of their products, as a listener of the show, you get 20% off with code Keisha. If you head to Organifi.com slash Keisha, that's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash Keisha, and use code Keisha for 20% off any item in their store. And as always, like, I love to hear what you're vibing with. So if you snag something, let me know. I love when I get tags on Instagram or DMs and you're like, these products are so freaking good. Where have they been my whole life? So definitely keep me in the loop. Now, that being said, let's dive into today's topic. and. You know, I don't know if you can connect with this at all, but essentially I've been in a season where I felt a little off and not totally myself. And now I'm kind of moving into the season where I'm like ready to get back in the game. And, you know, I've talked a lot about my story and what Sina, my fiance and I have been navigating the last couple of months on the podcast. So I won't go into a ton of detail. Essentially, we just lost his dad to cancer after watching him slowly decline for the last uh, nine weeks. We have been up in the greater Seattle area, even though we live in Austin, we've been living out of suitcases. Obviously we had to halt a lot 
lot of the business goals and then our health in general, we've prioritized it for like our sanity, but it hasn't really been at the level that we're used to. So there's been a lot that we've been juggling. Basically point is I've been feeling a little bit off and now I'm excited to get back into the game and I've got to be really intentional about my mindset right now. And maybe you can connect with that. Or maybe you've been navigating, you know, little setbacks here and there, or you are just moving through a tough season or a hard week, or you're just in one of those modes where you're like, whoa, like new week, who this? It's Monday. Let's freaking go or whatever it is that you're feeling. And truly, I'm all about capitalizing on hype and just really using that motivation and that fire to like light it under your booty and get going. But at the same time, I want you to stay steadfast so you can actually sustain the results that you want from your goals. Because sometimes we think that we can jump back in full throttle and maybe we can, but that doesn't mean that we necessarily should because sometimes it's actually counterproductive to go from a dead stop uh, to a full-blown go mode, right? Because you risk burnout or feeling like a failure if you can't sustain that mode that you previously could sustain when you were in a different season right? And I believe that I can do anything that I set my mind to. I really focus on building confidence. And I believe that you can do anything that you set your mind to, too, if you focus on building confidence and believe in your ability to figure things out. But I, for one, do not want to show up to life feeling like I'm all in and then all out on a risk of burnout going back and forth, back and forth, like I'm a brand new driver driving a stick shift car up a hill, right? Like picture that for a second. You're a brand new driver, stick shift car. You're like, whoa, I'm all in. And then it's like, I'm all out, right? Back and forth, back and forth. And full transparency, I don't even actually know how to drive a stick shift car, but stay with me while I use this analogy because I think it's a really powerful visual of how uncomfortable it feels and how much energy it takes to be all in and all out. Where you start something, you jump back in, you're like, whoa, I'm full go mode. And then you get yourself burnt out. You have to stop completely. And for sake of this example, it's almost like you stop and you have to pull over to the side of the road and now you're a parked car. And think about how difficult it is to move a parked car and build up all that energy again. We want to avoid being parked cars by not setting ourselves up to get burned out with going from zero to nothing, right? And and the thing that's really hard about this is when we have these expectations for ourselves, sometimes we're setting ourselves up like unintentionally. We're unintentionally self-sabotaging and feeling like a failure because we expect that we can go from zero to a hundred or we can go from an off season to right back into how we were months ago when the circumstances were different. And I don't want you to feel like a failure because think about what happens when you decide that you're a failure. Right? When you decide that you're not living up to your own expectations, so you make this conditional statement like, I am a failure. You make this decision in your head. Often it's very subconscious. Sometimes we actually say those things to ourselves, which is so crappy, but we do it as humans sometimes. And then once your brain decides that you are a failure because you decided that, it's going to look for all the supporting evidence to prove that belief to be true. As much evidence as it can find of ways that you're dropping the ball, and then you're just going to make yourself feel like crap. When instead, if you didn't try and go from zero to 100 or even from 20 to 100, but you had this intention that you were going to gradually increase the speed to get back up to where you could actually kind of manage this cruise control that you were in before, that's going to feel so much better. And you're going to feel so much more confident and excited. 
Because once you get back to that cruise control mode, right, maybe what you can sustain when you're in your best mindset, then you can crank up the volume from there Where you, when you're in a season where you're like, ooh, I'm ready to crank it up. Whether that's in your health goals, your business goals, how you're showing up in your relationships, whatever it looks like, depending upon your season. And I had to be really intentional with this for myself, right? Uh, for example, this morning, Sina and I went on a run together and we used to be able to crush five miles, no problem. That was kind of like our cruise control, our minimum baseline of what we could sustain. And then when we decided we wanted to crank it up a notch, we would go to seven or maybe even nine, right? Um, but five was kind of our go out for a run and casually run length when we were in Austin. But in the last nine weeks, we haven't gotten to run together very much. So this morning when we ran, we struggled. And we had to be very careful with those expectations. We weren't expecting that we could go out and crush even five miles that we would crush it, let alone like trying to hype ourselves up to go crush 10 miles. Because after not doing five miles for two months, we could have, you know, potentially even like injured ourselves. And for sake of this analogy, it would be like we were a parked car on the side of the road and we were trying to go back full speed and we're going to just blow up the car, right? Like that's not worth it. And sometimes we have to catch ourselves when we're doing that unintentionally self-sabotaging because we've got these expectations that we're going to be able to go 100 and then we're going to be able to sustain that. And the same rules apply, you know, for outside of health related goals for, you know, the business that you're building. Oh, and all of a sudden you're like, I've got these massive goals. I'm going to crank it up to a hundred. Could you instead gradually start to crank up the amount of work that you're putting in to find that minimum baseline that you can sustain even when life feels crazy? And then if you're in a season where you're like, I really want to go like balls to the wall in my business, then you'll really crank it up. Or even for those of you that are in a corporate job, a lot of you that have messaged me like, you know, coming back from maternity leave, I've never personally experienced that, but coming back from maternity leave and you're like, okay, I'm jumping back into my job. And your expectations are that you can sustain the type of workload that you did before you went on maternity leave. Is that really fair to yourself? right? Or can you gradually start to increase and start to add more things on your plate rather than just feeling like you're in full go mode, right? We don't want you to feel like you're driving a stick shift car up a hill, right? We're like, well, like I can do all of the work. I can take it all. And they're like, whoop, just kidding. Like back forth, back and forth. And I don't want you to rob yourself of feeling like you're winning because that's a gift that you can give yourself every single day by gradually increasing the workload, gradually increasing your expectations. I'm not saying don't have expectations for yourself. I'm just saying, what if you just slowly started to, you know, crank it up or turn up the speed, right? For sake of this analogy, like gradually increasing the speed back to cruise control. So then you can increase from there one day at a time. If the goal is simply to say, how can I win today? What are the three things that I need to do to move the needle forward? And then you're starting to focus on just stacking those days. Then you're going to look back and you're going to really see that you use this season that you're in as an opportunity to build back up your confidence again. Maybe some of the confidence that, you know, dwindled away during a tough season or during a setback rather than having these expectations that you're going to jump right back in. Because each time that you show up and keep a promise to yourself by doing the thing that you said that you're going to do after the feeling that you said it in is gone, you build up that confidence. Like you're putting a deposit into that confidence bucket and you're robbing yourself of the opportunity to do that if you just expect that you're going to be as confident as you were prior. 
Hopefully that makes sense. This is what I wish we were actually sitting across from each other, like having spicy margaritas or a coffee chat, because I'm hoping that you're like, yes, Keisha, nod in your head when you're in the car, you're doing laundry or you're doing your workout. Like I hope that we're on the same page here. But truly, I want you to build up to that cruise control mode and then increase the speed from there so it's actually sustainable. Because the last thing that I want for you or for me is for us to get to our goal to look back at the path that we took towards getting there and to be like, ugh, that was freaking hard. I don't know if I can go to the next level because it was so unsustainable because I tried to go from zero to 100 and I can't manage that because who can manage that, you know? So maybe there's a little reframe opportunity here. Maybe it's not about getting back on track. Maybe it's about building a new track for this season, this particular season with whatever you've got right now going on in your life. How can you show up and start to build up that confidence and increase the speed gradually? How can you stay steadfast and keeping that at the forefront of your mind and giving yourself a whole lot of grace and compassion? The same grace and compassion that you give to other people, often very freely, we got to give that to ourselves, especially when we're in a season where we're trying to get back on track. We don't want to unintentionally self-sabotage ourselves, right? And remember, girl, at the end of the day, like our girl Brene Brown says, which if you don't know Brene Brown, she's like the best author out there. You go Google her, go find her TED Talk. She's freaking phenomenal. She says, sometimes the bravest and most important thing that you can do is just show up. We don't give ourselves enough credit for showing up and doing the best that we can in this exact season and taking every single day as an opportunity for us to win and build confidence and feel proud of ourselves and then stack those wins and keep on going. Remember, girl, we are in this together. I've got your back. I'm right here with you. So thank you so much for letting me be part of your journey. And I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.